Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Blog Talk Radio. Our listeners, welcome to President Patriot or Puppet. On this radio program, we discuss current political issues with interaction and intensity not heard on most of the other shows, including the visual media. Our listeners learn and participate because the issues discussed could affect them directly. If you have a comment for anyone on this show, call our call-in number is one three four seven eight two six seven four zero zero. Now, moving right along, welcome to Barack Obama's America, where corruption, scandal, and lawlessness reign, where truth, justice, and integrity went right into the same garbage can as the veterans who never got to see a VA doctor, and make no mistake, you're next. Get ready, because Obamacare will do the same to you and me, as the VA has done to the vets. Grim Reaper runs Obamacare, for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. Socialism, a way of organizing a society in which major industries are owned and controlled by the government rather than by individual people and companies. Welcome to the frightening world of socialism, folks. Americans are hearing all of the lies about Obamacare and are wondering, how did we become Europe? Being able to keep the insurance you already have for it to be affordable and good quality, few of Obama's words were true. Obama lied and lied again to try to cover up his illegal actions, not just in Obamacare, but the list now is exhaustingly long. Him and his crony, Eric Holder, there is no match in history for unconstitutional treasonous lawbreakers in government. Government lying to the people is an issue every American should worry about, whether they are progressive or conservative, black or white, rich or poor. It's an everybody issue. Obamacare will do exactly what it is intended to do. It will abolish the middle class, creating class warfare, paralyze and collapse business, and kill the sick and old, much like Germany's beloved Führer. Employers are making tough decisions whether to take the hit and pay the fines to avoid Obamacare or to move their employees from full-time to part-time work to avoid the tax. For those who claim it isn't a tax the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 2012 that it is indeed a tax. You wouldn't need the henchman from the IRS to enforce it if it wasn't. An employee making a decent wage will be reduced to either poverty-stricken earnings or high health care costs or no health care coverage at all. According to the news accounts, many Couples have considered divorcing because it would be more cost-effective to have a single coverage. The latest revelation that Americans face is frightening. If you have a pre-existing condition, Obamacare is supposed to take care of you. That's what Americans were told when Lucifer Obama was trying to sell his story. That sounded great to many Americans, considering most private insurance companies wouldn't cover them if they had a pre-existing condition, such as multiple sclerosis, for example. If the medication a person is taking to help ease their symptoms or sustain their life is not on the list of what Obamacare will cover, the person will have the permission from the government to go ahead and die 
an individual with multiple sclerosis may have to pay $62,000 a dose for their life-saving drug, something that no ordinary American could possibly afford, even if it's on the list only a portion of the medication may be covered. The number of specialties available to treat a long-term illness will, be, will diminish under Lucifer Care as well. In a recent survey conducted by the DPMA, the Doctor Patient Medical Association, doctors gave answers to specific questions regarding the future of medicine. Ninety percent of the physicians polled thought that the medical system was on the wrong track. 83% were considering quitting. 74% say they will stop accepting Medicare patients or leave Medicare altogether. The possible decrease in medical specialties and the increase in the amount of people who will need long-term care will negatively impact Americans. In addition, the waiting list to see a doctor will be longer than ever before, causing possible complications or even death for the patient. Maybe the waiting list will turn out to be a fake list like the VA has been caught in. Waiting for a simple gallbladder surgery could kill you before a person with a seriously existing condition can be considered for treatment. They will have to be evaluated by the IPAB, the Independent Payment Advisory Board, or what many consider to be the death panel. In 2012, Sarah Palin warned Americans about this. The media, whacked out progressive loyalists, dismissed her claims. Well, by golly, Miss Molly, she was right. The Independent Payment Advisory Board will be made up of 15 presidential appointed bureaucrats, well, we love that, that will decide a person's fate. They decide that you are not going to be useful in society and or can't recover in their opinion, you may be denied care. If an American has a life-threatening illness such as cancer or they are elderly needing extensive care, they will most likely die. Imagine being told you are not going to receive care and that you will be left to die. A frightening reality that Americans aren't even aware may happen. Obamacare was supposed to be Obama's legacy, his home run, so to speak, his fiat accomplishment. Instead of being a uh, Ferrari, it ended up being a dilapidated Yugo. It's a novel of over 3,000 pages of lies and regulations. Apparently Obama was aware of every single one of them. He helped to create them with purpose and precision. This was Obama's grand plan all along. His goal was to infiltrate America from the inside so he could destroy it from within. He created class warfare, increased race tensions, and stole Americans' hard-earned dollars, giving them to the lazy entitlement moochers and calling it a fix income inequality. He has desecrated America's Constitution and everything the nation was founded on. Once a symbol of hope and change that the progressives salivated over, Obamacare has become the American citizen's version of an American horror story with Obama and his gang of thugs as the executioners, just as complacent sheep are led to the slaughter. Americans will get change all right. They just may not live long enough to see it. All propaganda must be so popular and uh, on such an intellectual level that even the most stupid of those toward whom it is directed will understand it. Through clever and constant application of propaganda, people can be made to see paradise as hell and also the other way around, to consider the most wretched sort of life as paradise. 
This was by Adolf Hitler himself. Add one more egregious act of lawlessness to President Obama's long train of abuses against the American people the past weekend. Our commander-in-chief illegally swapped five of al-Qaeda's most dangerous terrorist leaders for a single POW sergeant, uh, Bo Bergdahl. The Army soldier went missing under questionable circumstances, at the very least, in Afghanistan in 2009. What's even worse is that President Obama approved the exchange without giving Congress at least 30 days' notice, which is a violation of the National Defense Authorization Act of 2014, a law the President signed in December 2013. Even CNN legal analyst Jerry Tubin whose network is not known for holding a conservative viewpoint, said on the air that the president broke the law in making his prisoner exchange. In 2008, then-candidate Obama promised not to use signing statements to do an end run around Congress. Yet that's exactly what the president did to justify breaking America's longstanding policy not to negotiate with terrorists and to secure Sergeant Bergdahl's release without notifying Congress. This may well be the most damaging act Obama has arrogantly done to date. And the law states, whoever owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere, is guilty of treason, 18 U.S. Code 2381. Now, what's worse is that these five hardened high-risk terrorists are likely to kill more Americans now that they've left Guantanamo. Two of these terrorists are also wanted by the U.N. for war crimes. Their release is being widely celebrated by the Taliban and widely condemned by the members of Congress and every strong American as three uh, on this radio program uh, certainly are. There's little doubt that the President of the United States have given aid and comfort to the enemy by releasing five al-Qaeda leaders to Qatar. Where their service just a, a year under house arrest, and they will serve that year just doing whatever the hell they want. It's an act that should cause the people to call for Barack Obama's immediate impeachment. I'll leave it up to you to determine if your president has committed a treasonous act, this lawlessness and defiant prisoner exchange is simply the latest example of Barack Obama's hostility toward America and its people. This outrageous action brings the, the president one step closer to achieving his goal of radically transforming our nation. Presidential oath of office. I do solemnly swear that I will preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Why couldn't more people see, or at least since the 2008 uh, proclamations of a post-radical America in Obama's speeches when he was candidate Obama, until the black community begins to understand the meaning of JFK's speech to America, which summed up was, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country, then I fear the black community will stay in poverty waiting for their free stuff. But I will say it betrays a, a poverty of ambition if all you think about is what goods you can buy instead of what good you can do. Socialism brings out the worst in everyone by encouraging entitlement and a lack of incentive. Socialism will always be a failure in the final analysis. Europeans, Europeans appear to be starting the question that nanny state after decades of socialism. Now, certain 
members of the leadership class like socialism because they are in love with power and control and it offers instant gratification to people living under socialism in the form of government subsidies and ensures the politician their vote. The greatest threat to the United States is not coming from our enemies from abroad, but from our legal and law enforcement agencies. Our enemies come from within our government, state, local, and federal. The Fourth Amendment, our right to privacy, our rights not to be photographed, recorded, or violated through electronic means. Has the NSA scandal brought these issues to light? Has the drone program opened our eyes yet before it's too late? Everyone is well aware the Clintons have a knack for getting away with everything. But we must ensure that isn't the case this time around. Two years ago, four Americans were murdered in Benghazi, yet instead of providing Americans with the truth, about what happened that night, Hillary Clinton continues to work furiously to lie, throw up smoke screens, and distract from the truth. Trey Gowdy is our best hope to finally get the answers Americans deserve. Hillary writes, there were scores of attacks that night, almost certainly, with differing motives. It is inaccurate to state that every single one of them was influenced by this hateful video, it is equally inaccurate to state that none of them were. That's right. She is still blaming the video and clinging to the story that Benghazi was not, in fact, a planned terrorist attack on America. This is absolutely ludicrous. Hillary lied and Americans died. And as the Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was responsible for all diplomats and Americans working in those facilities, yet she has taken zero responsibility for her actions. Craig Gowdy is taking on the Clinton Empire that are notorious for shaking their finger in the face of Americans, stating that everything is lies being stated negative about them. Tea Party News Network, the Capitol Hill show with Tim Constantine, former Representative Allen West, Republican of Florida, call for articles of impeachment to be brought against President Obama for negotiating with the Taliban, a non-state, non-uniform terrorist organization for the prisoner swap of Army Sergeant Bo Bergdahl for five Taliban terrorists that were being held in Guantanamo Bay. West also called National Security Advisor Susan Rice a delusional liar for going on the Sunday talk shows for the second time to spin the uh, administration's controversy. Now, how do you justify releasing five junior bin Ladens, the Taliban dream team Obama just unleashed are the worst of the worst, and then to top it off for a deserter whose actions cost the lives of at least six other people and as many as 14 went searching for him. It's almost like Obama is provoking impeachment. He thinks he will soar back in the polls and make fools out of the Republicans again. He'll just continue to damage the country, his party, and himself the way he wants to. When you have lost Dianne Feinstein, Democrat, and the Washington Post, certainly a liberal post, it's over. Not to mention CBS, who up till now has never had a bad word to say about Obama. They seem to be taking him to task on the prisoner swap. Feinstein and the Washington Post have very sharp memories. They have been backed into the corner by obvious lies and deceptions from Obama and his thugs. They will rebound with the fury of the progressive fanatics. They undeniably are. Hate overrides the truth every time with the progressives. As stupid 
as this may sound, the most simple case of an act warranting impeachment, where all parties and factions can see things clearly, we trump uh, the harder to prove cases such as uh, Benghazi, IRS, the Tea Party scandals, etc., and may in fact turn out to be the nation's salvation. Only one worrisome detail, and that is Obama still has his army of hate-filled Obamatrons who could care less what he is doing in America. Impeach, convict, imprison. It's the only way American America can redeem itself for making the traitor-in-chief president. The Obama Five swap took the heat off of the VA scandal and some of the heat off of the impending Benghazi proceedings. Oh, and the IRS scandal, Fast and Furious, etc. It is getting hard to keep them all straight. Wait a minute. Do you think that these heated scandals were the reasoning behind the Obama Five swap? He may just want insurrection for another reason. Don't forget that he can use the military to suppress riots, and he will be the judge of what is considered a riot. Got an idea what I'm saying? And now our military is so compliant to his wishes that they'll keep him in power if that is the plan. If he tries to invoke the military against the American people, then he is forcing communism down everyone's throat, and the new revolution is on. Obama said he will negotiate with terrorists, kidnappers. By doing so, he put out a big incentive to kidnap Americans and put a target on the backs of all Americans. We... All are now kidnapped, kidnapping bait. And when traveling, we don't have our guns with us, so we are helpless. I think he's testing the ability to give an illegal order to the military and make it stick. I think this is a tactic he uses to test his transformation of the services and that he's done it several times in the past. He's refining the top brass, weeding out anybody who won't obey him if he turns the military against the American people. He's ratcheting up the Orwellian nature of the orders when he's confident that they'll do what he wants no matter how repugnant, then he can risk turning them against the American people. Fainer could at least throw a few nails in the road to slow the Marxist conquest of America down. The only people who appear to care less about the great statement is the Republican-held House of Representatives and their leadership. Hopefully in November we get control of the Senate and a new Speaker of the House, normally a lame duck presidency, is supposed to mean something but not anymore. It seems that we have a pansy-ass speaker in the House willing to watch from the sideline as our nation is being ruined, our Constitution violated daily. The foreign agent occupying our White House has been ousted now to many of his faithful. Under the military law, Obama is the enemy of this country. And the military should recognize this and arrest him. How can he be impeached if he cannot prove to be legitimate president? He is overdue for arresting. So I would like to bring in one of our great people on this show. I'm so fortunate to have both Michael Talley and Dr. Mark Davis. And I'm going to bring... Mike in first. Come in, Mike. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I would love to see this boy, Lucifer, which is a great term, impeached, but he's hiding behind the fact that now, after being elected, he's black. And I don't think they're going to impeach the first 
well, second, counting Clinton, the second black president. They don't have the nerve. Boner's got to be gone. He's got to be replaced. You have to get rid of the uh, the drunk Pelosi. We've got to start moving these people out and bringing in people that will actually support the Constitution. I and mean, just the fact that Obama was on stage with this deserter's parents, uh, who grew a beard in sympathy with his captors, which is the stupidest excuse in the world. He's, and he's speaking Arabic, Arabic, I guess you call it. And he's saying, Allah be praised. And while he's saying it, Obama, our resident Muslim, is smiling and nodding his head. You know, he's in total agreement that we should trade five dangerous terrorists, cowardice actually. They hide behind a tree and shoot somebody in the back at midnight, but they're called terrorists. For a deserter, set a precedent we've never, ever, ever negotiated with terrorists before. And this boy walked off his base, left his gun, and his base was attacked multiple times, pinpoint accuracy after he left. And even his captors said in a video to the deserter, don't come back. Well, you can't only come back if you went there in the first place of your own volition. Now he's put a target on anybody's back because Obama is going to trade five terrorists for a dog if he gets the opportunity so he can close Gitmo. He's already told Afghanistan we're leaving. Uh, it's like in a boxing match. You tell the guy that you're boxing, I'm going to quit in the third round. The guy can live through two rounds to, to see you walk out in the third. Uh, it's, it's just amazing what we're letting this guy get away with. Look, and look they get rice coming out. Yeah, look, and yeah, we'll again. Honorable, got, honorable serviceman and his yeah, Can you believe that? I mean, how people? can anybody even listen to yeah. what this miscreant has to say? And Obama's coming out now, or Lucifer, I like that better, saying, I'm not going to apologize for what I did. Well, you, you listed some of the scandals. There's a new one every day. But this bird dog, deserter, idiot, is truly the worst he should be impeached thrown out of office locked up incredible doctor i'll turn it over to you for a few minutes uh thank you guys uh bo uh where that name came from i don't know bo Bergau. he walked off his base not once but twice the second time was 2009 when he didn't come back people went to look for him there's a varying number of people who have died between six and 14 we're not sure Pretty much, he has renounced uh, America in a number of ways through letter, uh, text, and so we, he's at the minimum he's a deserter, at the maximum he's a traitor, and his father is a nut job, uh, speaking, uh, trying to speak Arabic. Uh, he didn't do a very good job of it, but Obama was agreeing with him, and the quote, the passage he said was a quote right out of the Quran about God being great, gracious, uh, and so forth. So I, I think uh, we have a good case here for deserter. He deserves a trial, uh, a fair trial. Then he needs to be hanged. <laughs> that, that's all. I, that he taught these people how to make bombs and, and do other things that are negative to this country. Giving away five egregious terrorists. Very, these are the bad guys. The really, really bad guys. Uh, is nothing less than a traitorous act and treason, in my book. And and that's how it's viewed by many other people. Think it was time to get this guy home because it's the end of the war. And at the end of the war, you get your uh, so-called soldiers who have been captured back. So I, I think there's a real problem there. Obama has overstepped his authority. He should be tried. He, in the Article 3, Section 3 of the Constitution, aiding and abetting the enemy or, uh, within the United States and outside uh, is an impeachable offense. I think the uh, waiting till uh, the November election to make any moves, because they've been very quiet, the Republicans, as you noticed. Uh, Peter King spoke yesterday, but he was very... Uh, mid-road in his discussions of what's going on. So we have a country right now that's very mollified. We're waiting for an election to come to have any action taken against the White House. And the White House is off track, anti-constitutional uh, in, in its efforts in nature. We've seen uh, recently with the VA hospital now, we mentioned the VA, we have a new guy in there, Sloan Gibson, another figurehead who's going to do absolutely nothing. Nothing's going to get corrected. And it's been thrown under the bus now because of this newest of new scandals uh, that we have out here. So uh, some total of, as you said in, in your, 
your excellent monologue uh, that uh, we have a lot of problems here that are not being addressed, and we have people in the Congress, both, house, both houses, who are basically socialists in nature, if not more extreme, who need to be removed, and hopefully they will be removed in the next four or five months, guys. You know, the uh, actual, the actual uh, synopsis, Alan West on it, uh, brings light to the actual uh, aggravation of what the incident is. It is not the end of a war. Okay, these are a non-uniform terrorist organization. This is not exchanging prisoners at the end of a war. Even if it, if, even if we were walking out of Afghanistan and saying we won, wait a minute, the enemy hasn't said they've lost. There is no such thing. Number one, it is not the fact that they were in Qatar does not mean this is an Afghan thing. This is an ununiformed terrorist organization, the Taliban. They're everywhere, and they have one goal, and that is to destroy Americans and Jews, period. Anybody, oh, I use the damn word period, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> anybody, anybody who is an infidel, of course, that is someone who is not a Muslim. Now, I know that we're not supposed to be... We're supposed to be more politically correct, but I'm not, and everybody knows that. Uh, we don't understand why more Muslims or any Muslims are not coming out and speaking against the radical Muslims. Everybody wants to point the finger and say they're just the, the radical Muslims. That's the bad ones, right? Well, every incident, every terrorist is a Muslim. Now, why don't we have more Muslims standing up and saying, y'all stop all this foolishness, because it's listed in their Koran. I actually posted some, uh, some portions of the uh, Koran in, in the uh, LinkedIn network, and it actually states that. You are the only person, if you are a Muslim, who is really allowed to live. Anybody else should be, uh, should be slain because it, they don't believe in the Koran. Now, that's a cult. That is not a religion. Come in here, Michael Talley. You know, I couldn't agree more. It's always been a cult. you got Hegel out there, Rice and Lucifer, all saying the same thing. Well, we're, we're giving an olive branch to the Taliban, and we think it's going to be a step towards peace. And the Taliban are laughing at him and says, we don't want peace. We want you to die. Peace is not on our agenda. And i got to bring a comical thing in here for a second. AOL and the Huffington Post, which are so, so Obama. Somebody apparently took a little movie of uh, Lucifer working out in Poland, and it's a riot. He's got little two-and-a-half or five-pound weights in his hand doing flies. And the look on his face, I think he was lifting 200 pounds. This guy is the biggest pansy in the world. He should be writing for Rolling Stone. He's that much of a pansy. Yeah. I use stronger language coming from Brooklyn, but I agree with, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> well, one radio here, so. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that. I, I'd be cast off every radio show. <laughs> yeah, you can't call it Spade Spade. The hundreds of them, right? <laughs> You're right. Political correctness, yes. We, yeah. have to, we have to maintain. Yeah, bullshit. We're not going to be political. Oh, well, I'm not politically correct. You guys are by that right now. Yeah. <laughs> my, wife, my wife has got a lot more patience than me. She watches <laughs> CNN and MSNBC yeah. just to get the contrary opinion. And she had me watch it a little bit this morning. It's, it's so ludicrous. You've got a, a gay writer from Rolling Stone saying, well, screw, screw the Americans that don't think this is a good deal. And he, him and this, I don't know the woman, but she's asking him these softball leading questions. And he's just waiting for the same questions. It's a whole nother world these people live in. They have no idea the reality. I don't know what color the sun is in the world, but it ain't yellow. Yeah. Just listen to these people. Just It's incredulous. I mean, anybody with an ounce of common sense knows Lucifer screwed the country. Not only the 6 to 14 people that you mentioned were killed in searching for this deserter, how many people were killed getting these five terrorists back? Collecting them, finding them. They don't, they don't even have those numbers. Well, how many people were killed getting these guys in the first place? Exactly. Well, what about Guantanamo? 
What about all the other murders out there? How about this? Benghazi. We didn't give a... It, not anyone in the government gave a crap about those four murders. You know, yeah. what, what is the is the cohesiveness when somebody says, oh, we're doing this good thing. We're trading these five uh, uh, Osama bin Ladens for one traitor over here. Now, see how good we are? Now, what, let's just turn back the clock here. How many murders have been taken place? How about hundreds that were killed with the fast and furious of the uh, murderous uh, right-hand attorney for uh, Obama? the Eric Holder in chief, how come we can't stay focused and say, okay, if, if this is so wonderful, why didn't you pay attention that night? You can't even open your mouth and say where you were, and then all of the, the truth comes out. Yes, they knew everything about it. And then these, these stupids like Rice come out and talk about uh, uh, this, this nasty video, and now Hillary Clinton is still talking about it. it I'm... I'm so appalled at the fact that it's taken for granted that most of the American public are stupid. Now, I, that just is an insult to me. I believe that people are going to either put their big boy and big girl pants on and start paying closer attention. I really don't believe this many people are that stupid. I think we're about to take our country back myself. What are you guys? Well, Rice was out there saying, along with Obama and some of these other people, that we leave no soldier behind. You know, a little late. And again, just propaganda from their mouth saying, well, Ben guys didn't count. Those guys, they weren't Americans, really. They didn't count. I mean, it's ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. I couldn't be more irritated. The Muslim, <coughs> excuse me, the Muslim mindset is a lot different than the American mindset. And we continue to think in the secular fashion that they think the way we do, and they don't. Democracy is foreign to them. We're trying to push it down their throats. They don't believe in it because their Koran doesn't believe in it. They believe in masculine uh, dominance, not female dominance, as you know. And, and when they, we went into um, Afghanistan, the women were wearing head-to-toe uh, coverage. They couldn't drive cars. They couldn't go to school, things like that. I think that's loosened up a little bit there. They destroyed monuments there, historic monuments. The Taliban didn't care. Al-Qaeda people didn't care. So don't think of it as how we think of democracy and Republican and Democrat. They laugh at us. I mean, you, you have tribal warfare within Afghanistan since the time of Alexander. No one's held on to uh Afghanistan for very long, and the Russians are a complete example of overwhelming military superiority. So when we talk about these kind of exchanges and trades and things like that, generally, generally, they would have killed this guy if he wasn't a deserter and he was uh, uh, for these people in, in the first place. They don't keep prisoners, as we know. Uh, they've killed so many of our people. So uh, I think when we discuss these things, we should think in a more collective fashion how they think not that it's good uh, in terms of what we think, but nevertheless, it's a different mindset. I think that's, that's a good way to start education, like uh, in Saudi Arabia. Women can't even go outside without yeah. uh, being accompanied by a male relative. And, and yeah. woe be it, don't try to get in the taxi. We yeah. have to take in consideration just exactly like you're talking about. And I've said it a dozen times on this radio program, if you went over there and started passing out shotguns to all the women, they'd shoot you. Now, they, yep. if you buried one of them up to their neck and they yep. were all throwing rocks at her, even the women are throwing yep. rocks at yep. her, and if you tried to save the woman, they would all kill you, including the women. You can't change thousands of years' worth of, of complete ignorance, yep. which is, again, not... A, a religion. It's a cult, and they have all been uh, bamboozled into yeah. thinking they're going to get a, a 104 virgins or something. I've already forgotten. When they die, they'll go out and and uh, and kill somebody. When the old guys tell them, did you have you ever noticed that there's not any old terrorists? They're always the young, impressionable ones who can be lied to very easily. Yeah. You know, it's it's look from Great the shoe point. bomber on. It's these are exploitable young people. Oh, I cannot hardly wait till I blow myself up because I'm going to have all these virgins around me. You know, it's incredible. 
This is yeah, a, they just didn't tell him there's 72 gay guys waiting for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying, doctor, is Mike. so correct. I've got yeah. to know the culture of the of the countries. Yeah. We've got Carolyn Kennedy yeah. as our ambassador to oh Japan. Oh, my God, to Japan. I doubt if she speaks Japanese. <laughs> she has no clue what she's doing, yet she's selected by Obama to go to Japan. Yeah. They've got to be laughing at us. Oh, yeah. She couldn't, she couldn't put a sentence together when she tried to give a speech in New York one time that she was going to run for the Senate, and then they started questioning her, and she got bamboozled. She couldn't think what she wanted to say. She had no basic knowledge of, of politics and things like that. Because she has a Kennedy name or former Kennedy name, uh, that was the implied uh, intent for her to run. It didn't work. It fell apart. How do we get a man with no integrity and no intellectual basis in the White House? Simple. We have a bunch of stupid people in the country who are uninformed, who voted them in, who felt that they're going to have their entitlements uh, continue they, they, forever. They wanted, they wanted a black-skinned person in the White House, yeah. even the whites that voted for him, and, and mostly the women. Oh, geez, we can put all this behind us now. We have a black president. This is the dumbest damn thing in the world. He is the... He, instead of a uniter, he was the divider. Yeah. He's the most irresponsible, uh, America-hating thing that's ever happened to this uh-huh. country. He's going to go down. I'm going to call him the abomination. All right. He's going to go down as the as the biggest scandal that has ever been portrayed on the American people. His records. You can't even find a single one in all the wonderful lawyers that covered them up have got good jobs now. He just appointed two uh, uh, state uh, federal uh, uh, judges who donated $67,000 to his campaign. Come on. Is is there a light coming on for somebody out there? I doubt it. The old payola scheme. That's the same thing happened with uh, Judge Roberts. They bought that boy off some way. Because he was on our side for a long time, and all of a sudden, he's affected. I do not understand why, but he's yeah. not who we thought he was. Elena Kagan. Elena no, Kagan was not. personal attorney that yeah. hid all of Obama's records. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mike makes a great point. Out to support justice. On June 28th, <clears throat> excuse me, 2012, they went for Obamacare to the Supreme Court. Now look what happened. It's horrible. Yeah, it's amazing. He was came out first with Obamacare. It's not a tax. It's not a tax. And then after it was declared a tax, yes, it is a tax. Yes, it is a tax. How many times does this stupidity happen right in front of our eyes that the Democrats can just make it go away? The Harry Reeds of the world. Don't pay attention to those Republicans over there. You pay attention the, to us, and he in, gets his way. Yeah. How in the hell is that happening? I need in, to know that. I really do. In the Roberts decision specifically, which is at, uh, amended to my book, Obamacare, Dead on Arrival, if you read it, it sounds like he, maybe he's being blackmailed, uh, John Roberts. We don't know, because usually he would write a conservative piece. This 57-page piece has a lot of liberal sprinkling in it, like something changed his mind completely. He knew Obamacare was bad. You could read it within the text and the subtext of, of what he wrote, if you, if you look at that. And, and, and now we have Obamacare here. He did leave several doors open for people to come back into the Supreme Court with other things uh, as they come up forth. The Obamacare will not be fully implemented until 2020. Most of it will be in by 2016, though. So uh, we have a really big problem, guys. And the problem is called Barack uh, Insane Obama. <laughs> I kind of like Lucifer. I think that really fits. <laughs> <laughs> Lucifer means the light. I don't think he's the light. <laughs> no, he's a Lucifer. Yeah. He's the uh, light as in fire and hell. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, the fire is from hell. That's a good one. <laughs> I agree with that one. <laughs> yeah, he is fire in chief. Have you guys seen the cover of Demons of Democracy with the American flag on the back on fire? and a, a man standing in the dark with horns on his head. People always ask me who that is. I think, I think that turned out to be Obama on the cover. I mean, <laughs> well, these people have to be saying what they put in office. Yeah. I mean, as Obamacare yeah. moves forward, and you know, going back to your, uh, your starting conversation, uh, which, was, which was really great, like David's uh, doctor says, people will see 
they are getting screwed big time. Yeah. I mean, when the employer mandate kicks in, which, uh, again, I don't know if he's changed it 17 times, 39 times. I kind of lost track. But yeah. all of a sudden he delays the employer mandate until after 2014 election. Yeah. Like, people don't know what's coming. If you own a company, you know what's coming. If you own a company, you can't keep your employees because there's not enough money in the till. What Obamacare essentially did was get control of the bottom line of every company in this country, and, and that's exactly what it's done. It controls the, the amount of money people could spend on other areas that they need in the com- company, but they're going to put it into health care. When did health care become the prime objective of every company in America? Their prime objective was to make a profit. Not health care, but health, they have to hire consultants and, and other people to maintain this, this, this legal chicanery that, that Obama put into place. And, and, and people, when I was on some shows, people were calling in, screaming at me. You don't know what you're talking about. I said, I read the goddamn thing. I wrote a book on it. I've been educated by other people, by patients, by doctors. They all hate this thing. Okay, it's not, it's not like, oh, guy would say, well, my doctor likes it really much. Yeah, maybe he's one doctor that likes it, and most likely he's an Indian or, of origin. Or from, look, look at the face of the VA now, and forgive me for what I'm about to say. If you go to the VA website, look at the face of who the doctors are. It's an Afro-American face and an Indian face. Where are all the white doctors? And I was asked that on several shows. In order, I said to them, the application process to become a doctor for the VA is so hard it's unbelievable. They don't ask criminal backgrounds on the foreign guys coming in. They ask it on the American doctors. They don't ask for much of the credentials for the foreign guys. They would they ask us back to the age of five what we were doing. It's unbelievable. And if we're not in a preference group, if we're not in the preference group, we don't get in. If you're not military or public health service, I'm public health service, and all the other crap, uh, you, you don't get in. So Obama says we need more doctors in the VA. You're not getting them, Mr. President. Right, you're not going right. there. It's called the liberal double standard, and and it's the same thing. They're attacking and running after the Koch brothers. But listen, how about this? From day one, way back there, when Obama was being built and constructed, George Soros has given 50 times what the Koch brothers have donated. But they want to get in and find the list of donors and blah, blah, and, and, and run at the Koch brothers and, and Harry Reid spitting on them and, and etc. I cannot believe that the people in this country do not know that the backers and supporters behind Obama and, and administration, people like George Soros, who's given literally hundreds of millions of dollars to bring up this guy and put him in place and to all of the other very left-wingers he has supported unquestionably, undeniably. The proof is out there. It's out there. How can people understand that when Harry Reid and company start throwing mud and slinging mud at the Koch brothers and, and any of the other conservative uh, foundations that they try to keep from getting the 501c4 status because they're conservative. All of this is a complete masquerade, a double standard, because when it's for them, they have no problem with it. It's, in, it's extremism at its worst, but it's being sold to the American people. This is what pisses me off to the max. We've got someone bringing out the flashlight, shining it over there, when the flashlight ought to be shining back behind them, because that's where the scandalous crap is really at. Yeah. Well, Reed wanted to put in a new constitutional amendment on yeah. to eliminate the amount the Cox brothers can donate. This guy is a nut. He really is. He's got Alzheimer's like uh, like Biden does. Yeah. This guy is out of his mind. You got Obama coming out with the EPA restricting pollutions from coal plants. That's going to destroy. Yeah. 234,000 jobs a year and cost billions of dollars every year, every freaking yeah. year. Yeah, exactly right. By Not 2030, so. they're asking for 30% decrease in emissions from coal-fired plants. They're putting it off into the future. But nevertheless, just the idea of it is going to generate a lot of legal work for uh, for these lawyers. Harry Reid is an evil person. 
not a, I don't know if he's demented. He sounds like it, but it, it, he's definitely an evil person because America is not working now. America needs to go back to work, and we're not working, and the majority do not work, and those stupid statistics of 7.5% unemployed are just BS up and down. It's probably oh, closer yeah. to the 25 or 30% any kind of real statistics coming in. Every number has been skewed by this government to make it look like things are better than they are, and we know they're not. And I see people here, as I mentioned on other shows, people getting entitlements, driving high-end cars. I'm driving my 2001 RAV, and my wife and I look at each other and say, there's just something wrong here throughout this state and throughout the nation. They're stealing from us. And I'm going to say that. I don't care. I see Afro-Americans taking out these, these cards, these entitlement cards, the EFT cards, in casinos, because I play a lot of kino, and I've seen that I'm playing one quarter, they're playing $2 a spin. They don't give a goddamn. They, they go into food stores, and they buy top-end foods, and we're, we're watching our budget. And my wife's a dentist. She has a good income, and we still have to watch our budget. Uh, so in, this is the way the world is now. It's topsy-turvy. And, and if you remember the movie Clockwork Orange, by Anthony Burgess, where the bad guys become the good guys at the end. This is what's happened in this country. The bad guys are ruling the country now, and we need sure. to get rid of them. I hope you hear this, Mr. Obama. Obviously, there's Obama five criminals being released right now, and exactly the right. world knows yes, about Exactly it. right. This is a bad country right now. And I'm, I'm, when Michelle Obama said it, what she said, I'm ashamed of our government right now. We can do better. We have better people. And there's three good people on this show right now talking about it. We need people listening to us and doing something about it. This boy has got to go. I mean, it's incredible what he's doing to destroy the country. Yeah. And, and I really believe he won't be impeached because he's black. Yep. It's but it's I'm, it's equal. I'm an equal person. I hate his white half, too. Yeah. Very simple. A lot of the blacks don't like him, as people think they do. But uh, the majority, unfortunately, are going to put him back in. And Ben Carson, everybody's in putting Ben Carson on this huge pedestal. You, I don't know if people know the background of Ben Carson. Ben Carson has 60 honorary degrees. Why? Because he's black. He did one surgery with a team of surgeons to separate some Siamese twins back somewhere or whatever. And now he's, he's king. He's the greatest. There are thousands of neurosurgeons out there that do these kind of procedures. Uh, on a weekly basis, but he was put up on this pedestal. Obama was put on a pedestal. The first day he walks in, he gets a Nobel Prize. Well, yeah, Ben Carson is not is not well liked on many quarters here in Maryland because people know him more uh, locally. He will never ever be president. He is a Trojan horse. He would be a rhino if he goes in there, and I don't trust him. And where was he for two and a half years until his boy got back into the White House? Uh, on Obamacare, and, and we talked exactly. about this before. I'm, I'm telling you, General Colin Powell is the one that destroyed it for me and people like me. Yeah, if you had yeah. integrity, you really yeah, yeah. thought the world of General yeah. Colin Powell. He had and me fooled, too. Sudden, he had the little black guy come up to run for president. He hopped the fence and voted for somebody that nobody had any information on because every single piece of information was securely hidden by... Uh, the pocketbook of uh, George Soros paying for the attorney who is now yeah. the Supreme Court Justice yeah. uh, to hide all of those records. Now, any hopping the fence, and here I think everybody in the world would have agreed that General Colin Powell had the most respect at one time than any single man. Now, all of a sudden, hopping the fence just because of black color? Now, yeah. Ben Carson, he says all the right things. He smiles and looks good and blah, blah, blah. I do not trust him. Even before the census of great conversation came into play here from you, Dr. Davis, making wonderful sense about where was he, that was one of the, the greatest questions that is still uh, bugging me today. If he's so uh, worried about America and he has all of these wonderful plans, where in the hell was he? When we needed him in 2012 for the re-election of what this liar in chief, this Muslim in chief, this person who is the most treasonous president that will ever have ever been on the continent. 
I ask you this, where was Ben Carson in March of 2010 when this tragedy of Obamacare was passed? Where was he in 2011? Where was he before the election? He waited to a prayer breakfast at the White House to say anything at all, which was his platform for his political, uh, his future politics. And that was it. And, and, and I don't trust this guy. I listen to him all the time here uh, on Fox, local radio, TV, and stuff. He doesn't make any sense. He doesn't like people like me, micro dots on the map, challenging him, because he thinks he's above it all. He said the same thing with Colin Powell. He had me fooled completely. We liked the guy. Oh, he helped us back in 1990 in, in, the, in the war in uh, uh, Iraq. But that was it. And how many people died there? Needlessly, also. I always ask that question. Yeah. Well, you know, that, uh, you could always have some uh, back-and-forth conversation about people dying in, in wars and all that kind of yeah. stuff, but he did have the integrity. He had the respect of yeah. billions of people. And all of a sudden, just simply because of black skin color, he yeah. hops the fence. That's the most egregious act on the earth. I cannot imagine ever having uh, been betrayed like that, because you put faith somebody like that, have such admiration for him. As a matter of fact, I've got to rewrite President uh, Patriot, our, our puppet, for billionaires, because I have such a great uh, uh, page in their own Colin Powell, wishing that he would be become the first black president. That was written before he came out and hopped the fence. Yeah, well. If you're black, you've got 90% chance you're going to vote for a black president or a black congressman or black this. The Cornell Wests out there are rare indeed. So uh, they used to call them Uncle Toms, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are Uncle Toms. That's a word people don't like to use, but that's what they were called. I don't believe they are. I believe they're just bending their own mind. But that's not what the other blacks call them. You know who the man, did we mention this last week, the man of the year for the NAACP is? The race hustler, the king of race hustling, Al Sharpton. He's the oh, man Sharpton. of the year. For, it's unbelievable. As it can, Just, I know Sharpton from locally living in New York City for many years, not personally, but seeing what he's done and, and it's won the Brawley case and all the other things, the riots that he caused in Brooklyn and, and, and Queens that caused deaths. There's a death attributed to him in uh, Manhattan as well, in Harlem. So uh, there's a lot of bad things about uh, Al Sharpton. And I had a problem when Hanley had a debate with him, if you guys remember, legitimatizing him, giving him a stage to talk uh, on his things. If you ever listen to his radio show, he can't articulate three words. How did he ever become a reverend? It, it just... Because uh, Sharpton got caught at something, and when he got caught, and he was forced to 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 give up information on the druggies. Then he said he did the right thing. That's why he should be uh, commended on what he was doing. He would have he would have went to jail if he hadn't have given the information. Now all of a sudden they they've turned that around because he's got black skin and yeah. made him a hero for yeah. what he was doing. He owed a million he... dollars in taxes. What happened to that? Who paid those off? What's even funnier, Hillary from her 2008 run, 2008 run for election, she was asking people to pay off her $21 million debt. Right. She was asking others to pay for her debt. The audacity yeah. of this woman is just beyond pale. Unbelievable. Oh, she oh, should uh, not qualify. Clinton, Empire. Uh, Clinton yeah. Empire with the crooked finger shaking in Americans' face yeah. and telling people, those are lies, those are lies, and they just move on. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what difference does it make? That was a long time ago. You know, yeah. it's, this is pitiful, but people well, the are Republican buying into this. You, for the 2016 election, her comment, who do you want to answer in a 3 a.m. phone call, Obama or me? The answer is neither. Please, neither. Well, her book is called Hard Choices. Apparently they had a hard choice that night. Whether to let terrorists live or let our four guys live uh, in Benghazi in September of 2012, that was a hard choice that she didn't make, and, and the result is we all what we all know here. And Obama couldn't be bothered because he was busy preparing his speech for his Las Vegas trip the next day for campaign. I think he was high probably somewhere, you know, smoking some <laughs> smoking yeah. some weed. Yeah, <laughs> no one wants to talk about it. Right, hey, what, was he slipped in the? Of his, uh, of his man friend over in Hawaii, uh, Mike? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you guys. Him and his buddy were, were snorting it up. You know, they've actually got the idea, people listening to this, that we don't like Obama. And really, yeah, yeah, we don't. So. <laughs> Just a possibility. We're coming like down to the wire, guys. Yeah. I love her. It's impossible to think that we could have a show without the three of us together. It's incredible. We have a great time and bring the facts out. We yeah. are not shamed. Talk yeah. to you next Thursday. Thank you, guys. Good night, guys. See you. <laughs> Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.